Thanks so much for joining us and for tuning in to the Steeple Church podcast. Our hope as you listen in is that you might encounter Jesus, hear and receive his love, and be encouraged and empowered by his spirit to be and bring life and love to one another and to the other in your world. If you would like to get in touch with us or keep up to date with what's happening in and through the life of Steeple Church, please jump onto our website at steeplechurch.com.au or follow us on the socials via Facebook or Instagram at steeple.church. We're looking forward to meeting you one day soon, but in the meantime, enjoy the message. Bless your fam. Good morning, everyone, to this cold Melbourne winter morning. How are we feeling? For those of you who don't know me, my name is Yichen. I am part of the community here at Steeple. Um, and as Jane was saying, uh, Pastor Corey is in the States, hang out with alligators. Uh, but here we are, and uh, it is a privilege that uh, we get to come around the Word of God this morning. Uh, if, you, if you've seen me preach a couple of times, you know my style. I will start by putting a timer on my phone for 25 minutes. That is my commitment to you when... Uh, the alarm starts beeping, I will stop talking. <laughs> but uh, in, in return, I would ask that for the next 25 minutes, uh, you will try your best to engage, not particularly engaging with me, but engaging with the Word of God that I will try my best to share um, with us around today. Is that good? Yeah? Fantastic. Um, and again, my usual style is I, um, I don't have PowerPoints. I don't have notes. What I like to do is I like to simply just share around something simple, something basic. Whether, you are, um, whether you've been a Christian for a long time, whether you are a biblical theological scholar like Pastor Dan, or whether you are fresh to the Christian faith whatsoever, um, I hope that uh, the message today will encourage you. The topic for today that I want to share around is this idea of knowing God. Knowing God. And we're going to start by reading a bit of scripture. If you have your Bible with you or your app in front of you, would you join me in Jeremiah chapter 9, verse 23. Jeremiah chapter 9, verse 23. This is what the Lord says. Let not the wise boast of their wisdom or the strong boast of their strength. Or the rich boast of their riches, but let the one who boasts boast about this, that they have understanding to know me, that I am the Lord who exercises kindness, justice, and righteousness on earth, for in this I delight. I'm going to read it again. This is what the Lord says. Let not the wise boast in their wisdom, let not the strong boast in their strength, let not the rich boast of their riches, but let the one who boasts boast in this, that they have understanding to Know me, says the Lord, that I am the Lord who exercises kindness, justice, and righteousness on earth, for in this I delight. Would you join me in prayer as we get into the word? Father in heaven, thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your presence. And simply this morning, we ask that you be with us. Your Holy Spirit will be speaking to us through your word, through the words that um, I will bring this morning. God, would you... Um, season it with your presence. Be with us, I pray, in your name. Amen. This idea of knowing God, in fact, actually, just randomly, I'm curious, any Christians in the room, have anyone read um, a classic Christian book, J.I. Packer's Knowing God? Anyone read that? 
No one. Fantastic. I haven't either, so I have no idea what it's about. But what I'd like to bring us around is this, this morning is around this idea of knowing God, this, uh, this idea of knowing. The scripture says that the one who boasts, if there's anything that we as people can be proud of, let us be proud of the fact that we would know God. But this knowing is something um, bigger than just kind of like knowing about someone. This knowing is something bigger than just um, knowing facts about someone or, or, or kind of like... See, I... Um, nearly everyone here knows that I'm a huge fan of Taylor Swift, right? Like I have... Kid you not, I have every single one... Actually, every single Taylor Swift CD but one in my car including all the deluxe editions, all the platinum editions. Yes, I have them all in my car, except for one, the newer Taylor's version of Fearless, that's $31, and I'm just waiting for it to go on sale. But nonetheless, I love her music, and I, I, have, I have her merchandise. I follow the stories on Instagram and all that, and I, would, I, I can do lots of those online quizzes about like, you know, Taylor Swift's writing style or her music inspiration and whatnot, and I would get most of it right. But that doesn't mean I know the person, Taylor Swift, right? I just, at the end of the day, I've never seen her in person. I don't, I could know lots of things about her, but I don't know her. For a lot of us, we, we come across so many people in our life. And um, in fact, last night I was uh, at Mitch's 21st, Happy birthday, mate. <laughs> um, and you know, you know how it goes. You're at parties, you're talking to people, you're trying to find mutual friends like, oh, I know that person, I know that person. And oftentimes we come across so many people that we know, but very few of them we actually know, don't we? We actually truly, deeply and intimately know. And that's the kind of knowing um, that, that God desires in this, in this relationship that he seeks with us. That's the kind of knowing that throughout the Bible, Old Testament, New Testament, church history, throughout all of time, God has been continually seeking with his people, all of his people together, but also each and every one of you individually. God desires to know you, and in turn, God desires for you to know him. Now, this word, um, to know, in the Hebrew uh, the, the root word of the Hebrew is uh, this word yada, and yada is, can be used in many forms to describe different kinds of knowing, um, but usually when it's used to describe knowing between two people, it is this idea of deep and intimate knowing. In fact, uh, the word yada is even the root form of the word used in Genesis 4.1, where it says, um, Adam, Adam knew his wife Eve. And they bore a son whom they called Cain. And we all know how babies are made, right? It's not, you don't just know a person deeply and have, have a baby pop up. Like, the, the, the word yada is even used as a euphemism for, um, for intercourse in a marriage. And if we look around us, marriage is usually one of the most intimate relationships we can find in our lives aside from family, right? Family, marriage, this idea of living with someone, this idea of connecting with someone and journeying with them is one of the most, one of the deepest and most intimate forms of knowing we can find. Would it surprise you to know that when we read, you know those books in the Old Testament that most of us skip, 
Deuteronomy, Leviticus, Numbers, because their laws, right, their just instructions um, about how to live, that's what we've always been taught to know. But would it surprise you to know that the commandments of the covenants of Sinai, the, the law and the commandments that were given at Sinai, were actually, they actually parallel a marriage covenant in ancient, uh, in ancient Israel. For us, to translate for us, it's like, it's like the marriage vows that you would say at weddings. It's like the marriage vows, the commitments that we make to each other when we enter into a marriage relationship. The covenants of, um, the covenants of Sinai is God basically saying, these are the vows I'm making to you and these are the vows I'm expecting from you as we enter into a relationship. I'm your God and you are my people. It mirrors a deep and intimate knowing as if God is being married to us. And of course, we, as modern Christians, we know that we live under what we call the New Testament. And Jeremiah, once again, in chapter 31, talks about this new covenant. Let me just make sure I find it here. Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 31. God gave, initially in the Old Testament, we find that God gave um, the, the Ten Commandments and all the other commandments. That was the original, the Old Covenant, that was the original marriage vows between God and Israel, right? And uh, Deuteronomy 7 says, know, you know, know the Lord your God is a God. Um, sorry, Deuteronomy 7. Know therefore the Lord your God is God. He is the faithful God, keeping his covenant of love to a thousand generations of those who love him and keep his commandments. And if you're familiar with the story, that, that covenant, that promise, that that marriage vow between God and ancient Israel broke down as history goes on. As, peoples, as people start to worship other gods, as people start to, to um, accept and allow injustice to happen in their land, that marriage vow is broken. And then in Jeremiah 31 verse 31, God reveals to Jeremiah his next plan his new covenant of renewing this marriage vow. Jeremiah 31, 31 says this, The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel, with the people of Judah. It will not be like the covenant I made with the ancestors when I took them by the hand and led them out of Egypt, because they broke my covenant, though I was a husband to them. This is the covenant that I will make with the people of Israel after the time, declares the Lord. I will put my laws in their minds and write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. No longer will they teach their neighbor or say to one another, Know the Lord, because they will all know me from the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord. We went from a covenant that is a written written law, written marriage vow to a new covenant that God has brought about. This law that's written in our hearts so that we would know him. 
And that is the new covenant that we have under Jesus. This idea of knowing is a real experiential knowing that God desires to have with each and every one of us. And even in the New Testament, we find that um, Jesus says in John chapter 10, like, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and they know my voice. God desires for us to have this knowing, this deep, intimate knowing with him. The, the classic Christian phrase where we like to say, Christianity is not a religion, it's a relationship. Well, that relationship requires a foundation of deep and intimate knowing. So how does God develop this, know, this deep, intimate knowing with us? What is it like for us to build that in our lives? Have you ever wondered why most of the Bible is story? Yes, there are different genres in the Bible, laws, letters, and all that, but for the most part, the Bible is a big story. Um, I've, I've always wondered, like, um, see, I was, the, I was the nerdy kid who, um, at, I think, uh, I think at the age of 17, I was reading Wayne Grudem's Systematic Theology. Um, don't know what, what that is. Um, systematic Theology is um, basically a translated um, theology where, you, where we try our best to understand the attributes of God, and we lay it out um, in a book as if it is some kind of... Um, some, some kind of subject to be studied. We always want, I've always wondered why, like, uh, why, is the, why is the Bible not set up like that? Because it's so much easier. It's so much easier to read a book that tells us directly who God is, this is who God is, points A, B, C, D, E. This is how we should live, A, B, C, D, E. It would have been so much easier. But what we have instead is this Bible that is a huge story that's sometimes confusing, most of the times, um, just completely illegible. But the, the reality is that deep and intimate knowing comes from experience, comes from story, comes from journeying together. What we have in the Bible is a huge story of God spending time with his people, spending time with his creation despite our brokenness. If the law given at Sinai in Exodus is, is a marriage vow, then the, then God's journey with Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, and all the others before Moses, you could almost consider that the, 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 the courting phase, the dating phase. Not that God doesn't know us, or not that God didn't know those people. Those people didn't know God. And it wasn't like God could start with Genesis chapter 1, God created the earth, and he gave them all these laws that they have to leave. It, you couldn't start with that. In the same way, you couldn't just like randomly um, get into a marriage relationship and expect it to work. I know there is marriage at first sight. I hate it. <laughs> I don't believe it works. I hope you agree with me. But I, I, it's just something like every time I see those ads for marriage at first sight when I'm trying to watch the Australian Open, I always go, how... How would anyone ever think that is a good idea? 
Because relationship, because that deep and intimate knowing of each other has to come from journeying together, has to come from experience, has to come from, sh- from sharing life and sharing your stories with each other. When, when God came to earth in Jesus, when Jesus started his earthly ministry and go, went around preaching the kingdom of God, two of his first disciples came to Jesus and asked this question, where are you staying? Now for us more than readers, we might find it a bit kind of odd, like that, that's not how you start a conversation <laughs> with someone you've never met. But these disciples, they went to God, they went to Jesus and they asked, asked Jesus, Rabbi, where are you staying? Um, and Jesus said to them, come and see. Come and see. Jesus invited his disciples into life together, into journeying together. Jesus didn't have to do a reference check. He didn't have to ask them like, hey, do you know who I am? Have you, like, have you made sure that you know what you're signing up to? Jesus simply said, like, come around for dinner. Come and hang out together because knowing comes from experience together. What does that look like for us today? You see, for most of us, well, here, adults in the room, um, we... Sometimes we, we like to kind of look at, at okay, I, I'm going to speak for myself. I wouldn't say we, just in case. Sometimes I look at young people. I've, I did kids ministry for a long time. And sometimes I look at kind of young people who are always on their kind of iPads and all that. And I just, I just say to them like, hey, why don't you just put that down and go hang out with people? Why don't you just go out and talk to people? Um, and I think sometimes like even Christians can be a bit like that. We um, spend a lot of time um, just reading the Bible or attending church events or, or, or Googling or learning or reading about God that we sometimes forget that, that knowing doesn't just come from reading and learning facts about God, that reading comes with life with God, life in God. We have to get off our screen, in a sense, and go out and live life with God. Yes, the Word of God is our foundation. Yes, God gave us this big story, which is mostly history. History that tells us this is how God journeyed with people in ancient times, hundreds of years ago. This is the story of God and His people. But God is continually writing the current story of His journey with you, with us, together and individually. God desires to know you deeply and God desires for you to know him deeply. And that may start with the word, that may start with church services, that may start with reading things to find out who God is. But then at some point, we just need to go and live it. We just need to take the things that we learn from the word of God into our lives and learn to walk and live each step of our, of our lives with God. And we are going to do it wrong. We are going to mess up. But it's better to try than to keep ourselves contained within knowledge about God. Because that's not what God is looking for 
from you. God doesn't just want you to learn about Him. God wants you to follow Him, to live life with Him. And the, uh, and the, the big why behind all of this is His love. See, between us and God, there is, a, there is a bit of a difference because we don't start off knowing anything about God, but God starts off knowing everything about us. In one of the Psalms, one of the poems in Psalms, writes that God, um, God says, I knew you before, while you were in your mother's womb. God knows everything about us. God knows our journey. God knows all the things that we are, we are, that we are going to be. And He loves us. And He knows and He loves you deeply. And He wants the same from you. So if that is the invitation for all of us this morning, I don't know where you're at with your journey. You might have been a Christian for your entire life. You might have never explored this idea of knowing God at all. It's true when we say that Christianity is not a religion, it is a relationship. It is not just a book club where we all really, really like this book called the Bible. It is a lived reality, an everyday walk with a real present and living God. Where the Bible stops is where your journey starts. So my encouragement with you, to you this morning is seek out what it means. Seek out what it means to know God deeply. Seek out what it means to allow God to know you deeply. Live your life each day as if there is a God who loves you deeply and wants to be a part of it. Take, take what you know from your deepest relationships in life. Who are you most connected to? Who do you know the best in your life and who knows you the best? What is that like? Because God desires that. God desires infinitely more than that. Amen, can I invite you to come up as we close today? Let me read the passage again today as we focus our thoughts. This is what the Lord says. Let not the wise boast of their wisdom or the strong boast of their strength. Or the rich boast of their riches, but that the one who boasts, boasts about this, that they have understanding to know me, that I am the Lord, who exercises kindness, justice, and righteousness on earth. For in these I delight. You may or may not have been in a position where you've loved someone so deeply, where you try so hard to pursue someone 
and not have them know this. Could be a crush, could be a family, could be a friend. I imagine most of us know what it's like to love and to pursue someone and have that not reciprocated. Our God is a God who has done everything He can, or rather everything that He has planned, to show us that He loves us, He cares for us, He knows us, and He would love to have the same from us. Take notice of that and learn what it means to live in that. Would you join me in prayer? God in heaven, God, we thank you that you are a loving God. Not just because you are love, but because you do love all of us individually and all together. Father, I pray this week that you will surprise us with your love, that you will give us moments where we stop in our lives to realize we are loved by you, by someone who knows us deeply, knows all of our flaws, and yet still loves us. And would you teach us to learn to know you, to live life with you, individually and together. Thank you, Lord. I pray a blessing over every one of us in this room. In your mighty and perfect name. Amen. Amen. Thank you all for coming along to church this morning. As Naomi was sharing before, there are many ways that you can connect with us in community. We can journey this together. But as you go into your week, be blessed. Thanks again for tuning in to the Steeple Church podcast. We hope you're encouraged as you listen in. As I said at the top of the podcast, we loved having and hosting you in this way, but we'd love to hear from you and pray for you. So please drop us a line via our website or better yet, if you're local to Melbourne, drop in on one of our Sunday gatherings. Peace and love, friends. Have a great week. Thank you.